A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com. today is I've got a cold um, but we are carrying on regardless uh, I am Nicholas Noyes and Hi. this here is Bradley Action Hi, uh, hello Yes, welcome, 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 welcome Welcome, welcome, welcome Yes, um, interesting few weeks I think really uh, with um, all the fucking Christmas bullshit going on we're going to we're going to talk about Christmas because oh it is Christmas um well hang on it's December yep and um i'm reluctantly going to talk about christmas today because um christmas starts in august now as we all know because of the machine um yeah. that last day in august and um people love it which is nice but i don't think like all the adverts and stuff for christmas just start till december right i i feel like i could really flesh Christmas out and uh, I, I saw my mate Stuart Turner uh, last week I had a deal with him on a Friday and he was like you got to talk about Christmas like, he's got mental health problems and like, that's why we get on really uh, but uh, yeah and he was saying you got to talk about Christmas so I really want to dig into Christmas so today on release land will be the 11th of December Today, the actual day is what is it? It's like the twenty seventh, twenty seventh of November. In any other land, it'd be weird that we're talking about Christmas, but we're not because, as I said, all the adverts are still on anyway. <coughs> yes. Um, so let's start off. I've got a couple of shout-outs before we um, shout-outs get to be organised. Get to the format. Format first. Well, not first, because it's not in any particular order, because we love everyone. But um, I want to say hello to my mate, Mark Webb, who's an old family friend. Uh, well, he's not old. Uh, he's, I've known him for a long time. I've known him since he was a baby. And um, Since he was a baby? Is he younger or older? He's, uh, he's younger than me. Okay. Um, and he messaged me today and sent me a link to his company's um, website, like web thing. And um, they've been appointing uh, mental health first aiders, which I'd seen. Um, I did a bit of work at um, Imperial College London and at UCL as well. And if someone wears a certain lanyard um, of a certain colour, 
you can go over to them and talk about your uh, any anything really, and they're kind of trained to listen basically and things to listen out for and not necessarily offer advice but might be able to point you in the right direction of like Samaritans yeah. or whatever. Um, so uh, yeah, Mark's basically become a mental health um, first aider, and within as a result of listening to us. Oh really? And um, is they rolled it out across the company. And in the last couple of weeks alone, he's had like six guys coming into his office, basically crying and opening up and talking about their feelings and stuff like that. And as a result, Mark's going to become a better manager and they're, ha- they're going to be happier in the workplace and people will be working more efficiently and everyone's just going to be a little bit more happier. So Thanks to the mouth of Merlin. That's a bit cool, isn't it? It's not, it well, it's not thanks to us. No, it's not at all. It's um, just awareness. Yeah, thanks to people being more aware, really. Mm. Um, also, yeah. Um, Lee Brown, I don't know whether you see the emails. So last week was International Men's Health Day yes. Awareness yes. thing. I think there's one of them every week. Uh, but this was like worldwide thing. And as part of that, um, he has put um, our podcast and I think Rich Wilson's podcast um, at the bottom of his email address across all of the people in his company. So there's about 800 people in his company. So every time they send an email, we're at the bottom of it. And I think that's still happening and has been ongoing like for a few weeks now. But they're also, on that actual day last week, they were playing our podcast in the background of the office and had cakes and stuff like that. And um, it was basically encouraging people to listen to our podcast and Rich Wilson's podcast, which is also about mental health. Yeah. So how cool is that? That is very cool. It, like People are kind of like... The little things that happen. It, it's just weird. You put together this little podcast to talk about your feelings. And yeah. These really nice things happen as a result. Yeah. Thank you if you're listening. Uh, Sam McMaster invited us to, um, I, was, I know I was supposed to go to a mental health conference last Monday, but I didn't go. So apologies to that one. There's also another one that we can't go to that we have been invited to. Um, I can't remember the date of that. But we booked, I had something in the calendar anyway. I think you were booked up. Um, but I just wanted to give a shout out, say thank you. She's kind of, she's going to go and she's going to, um, Basically, give us a shout out, and anyone who might be interested in coming on, they're going to put our way and stuff like that. It's the Basildon Essex Basildon Mental Health thing. I should have researched these a bit more. Sorry. Um, it's a shame because uh, Brad and I obviously have to earn money for our children. Yeah. So we can't do everything. And often these things are like in the daytime or even at the weekend, it can be just as hard because you yeah, feel like be. you've got to look after your kids. And yeah, not spend just that. It's always stuff happening, isn't there? Um, Dave uh, from Mates, his episode yeah. came out last week. I thought I'd give him a little shout out. I was thinking I'd like to go to one of his pub nights. Yeah, yeah, we should go. We should go um, and go along to that. Um, Todd from here, Boston. Yeah, Todd. With his news, I don't Todd's know whether we're going to we're going to talk about the news or not. We'll wait until yeah, we'll wait until something happens. But we did have some news from our friend Todd in here, in Boston, and he is a proper darling and lovely man. Yeah, I'm sure he'll hear that. So, uh, everyone at Manual and Men of Manual, they've been resharing our um, bits and bobs and stuff like that, and giving us loads of support. Oh, they're going to put our video up. Well, I get the she feeling because. But we were like talking for ages and we were messing about as well. And when you look at the other videos, the guys are quite sort of relaxed and just talking about their things. So I was, I'm guessing. I would do quite a bit of that, but I think one was was it was more. two of us. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. I like to think it's so good that they want to get it perfect. They want to do something special. Yeah. Um, everyone that is in the band, Hilo and yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray Gun Effects, because. Steve, Lee, Lee, I've known forever. Um, They've been messaging after like what happened to me like a few weeks ago, like every other day almost, and checking in really? and stuff like that. Yeah, which I thought was really nice. Oh, that's really lovely. Um, and I've been listening to that album nonstop for like three days. It's great. Uh, the new album's out now on iTunes. You can buy it on vinyl as well. Really cool blue vinyl. Um, and I'm going to add some of their bits to the playlist. I need to speak to them and see if they've got any particular tracks that they want. And I've also sent that out to like Eddie Temple Morris and a few other DJs, and that's hopefully they get some radio play as well. Um, I'm also going to add uh, Ginger from the Wild Hearts to our playlist. And I need to ask Dave 
if he wants any tracks on the playlist. Um, my mate Adam, who we're having on in January, he is an, a practicing nurse in the NHS up in Camden. Um, and he listens to every episode. And he, again, he's messaged me like every day this week. Uh, so thanks for looking after me, brother. Um, our wives, obviously, for being amazing. Um, you for checking in on me nearly every day. I appreciate that, mate. Thank you. It's been nice getting messages and that. I know I don't always answer them back straight away. <laughs> but um, I appreciate them. And everyone else around the world. I had literally... Um, when I put that thing on uh, last week about the little wobble that I had, yeah, I've collectively across Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram had like nearly six hundred messages. Have you really? Yeah. That fucking hell! Yeah. That's amazing. Little notes and messages. And, and it make you feel like unreal, mate. Like makes you feel like uh, not only does it make you feel good, it makes you feel like you're worth it. Valid, yeah. And like messages from people from school saying like we like never knew you kind of felt this way like really looked up to you and you're always really? like different from everyone else in kind of a cool way and people aspire to be like so i was like what, what me like why yeah, didn't anyone yeah, fucking yeah. tell me then no. like, why am i finding this out now it's crazy like i can't and i didn't want to sound like a cunt like blowing my smoke up my own ass or whatever just then but like it's mad really that they're, really they're saying it all. yeah it's crazy so thank you to everyone for your support and yeah, thank um, you for words. supporting brad i think like, it's amazing well it really, really helps. Yeah, it does. So I wanted to thank our patrons, uh, Ellie, uh, Simon, the Tramp Man, who I've been talking to today. I've talked to him talk to most days. Um, Austin and... Oh, fuck. That's really bad. What was it, the latest one? There was another one. Um... But I want to thank our patrons. Yes. Uh, I've sent artwork to a few people as a thank you. And oh, that's I will lovely, do it man. To the I'm glad that you do that. Well. That's really cool that you um, do that. I've been, artwork's been going pretty amazingly at the moment. Uh, I've sold quite a few. I've got a PR agent. Um, and your website. We've spoken about to. your website. Eh? We've spoken about your website. Yeah, I've got a website, www.lovelessart.co.uk. <laughs> Uh, and I sell artwork on there, and we're going to have a sale. By now, the sale would have started. We're going to do a little sale to uh, try and shift some more, really. Is that a Christmas sale? Yeah, Christmas oh, sale. Oh, cool. Um, I did one for a singer from Embrace. Did I tell you about that? You I'm a big fan of Embrace. told me, but you might not have told them. Yeah, so I did one for a singer from Embrace, and I, I, love, their, I love all their stuff, but particularly their first album. Um, do you know what I love about Embrace is someone bought me the Radio 1 Live Lounge album, and they do a cover of an Eminem song on there. And they did, did they? it in... Yeah, they did it... I'm sure it's Embrace. They and used they, to do Magic Number. Uh, yeah, probably. But yeah, they... Oh, no, is it Eminem? Yeah, it is. How Come, I think it's called. Um, and yeah, it really got me. Like It's really, really cool. Oh, it was yeah. completely different, and then, but the way they did it was really nice. Um, and yeah, I, I like their music also. Simon Newby, thank oh, you to you too, of course. My mate Simon. Yeah, thank you all for pledging to us and helping us pay for our website and stuff. Yes. Um, hey, yeah, I wanted to shout out to Mark Watts as well. I spoke to you yesterday, he was really encouraging. Yeah, I and love Mark. Put us in touch with someone, another guest. Uh, we've got loads of guests lined up, guests lined up till April. Have mm. you booked all those people? No, so we're booked officially up to April. Yeah, are they all booked in, though? Yeah, they're all booked, they all booked in. April's all booked in. But then I've got another eight or nine, I think, that I just need to get around to just sending dates to. And okay, yeah, we've got to make sure we put Kirsty in on it. Yeah, Kirsty, uh, Melanie. I think I've got a date for Melanie. Kirsty's one of them. Uh, my mate Aaron from school. Um, my mate Darren, who was in um, Game of Thrones. He's got some like um, oh, other really? disability stuff and that going Game on. Well, yeah, he's, like, he was in a film called Blood Drive. Um, he's been in a few different things. He's lovely. Um, yeah, there's a whole list. Adam, oh no, I've booked Adam, he's coming in January. Oh, I, oh, I saw Chris, who does our t-shirts on Sunday. Oh, cool. Uh, and we had a couple of points. Uh, and he's such a, such a nice man, but so is his missus, Arena. So shout out to them. Um, they're doing a, a bunch of new t-shirts. Like I've done, I've got about five different designs. 
So uh, they're working on them now. So Sweet. there'll be some like back prints with small front prints and all of that. So they'll be up. Uh, they'll, they'll probably be out by the time this comes out. So oh, that's cool. Excellent Christmas presents for yes. you, your family, your Excellent friends, and Christmas your co-workers. Present. Yeah, all like my like my original artwork on it. So um, <clears throat> shout-outs done. <coughs> we uh, so Christmas. I I flew in. Uh, I uh, came over from holiday what, a couple of weeks ago, and I flew into Christmas. No, mm. there, there, before I went, there wasn't really any Christmas. Yeah, it wasn't on the TV or anything. No, and then I got off the plane, and like there's Christmas shit up at Stansted, and like the weather was almost Christmassy. Yeah, and then uh, there's Christmas all over the TV and all over. Radio, everything. Yeah. Quite like the new Noel Gallagher song. Yeah. Uh, quite a nice Christmas song. And I can't, I'm shocked that he's thrown his hat in the ring to do that. Um, uh, Death from oh, Guitar yeah. Pop. Have yes. Got, uh, they've got their charity Christmas single out, um, Feeling Like a Right James Blunt at Christmas. It's like a quid or whatever. Buy yeah. it because if they because go to number one, that's going to be amazing. And it's doing really, really well. So currently, they've had like a million. yeah, a million views on YouTube, and currently they are number one in the Amazon music chart. It's crazy. It's so cool. It's amazing. I know. Yeah. I can't believe and have it. you seen the video as well? It's super yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a funny. parody of every Christmas. Yeah, it's got everything it's in really it. So it really can't funny. lose, really, because no. it's like all of them in one. So I'm just blown away by that. Doing so well and such a good charity. I've been sharing it. Um, yeah, and they're lovely too. Yeah, they are lovely. Um, yeah, so Christmas, I, I've already started feeling the Christmas blues. Like totally, I really have. It's really it's hit me. Like especially, I I, I was meant to meet my family for like uh, dinner at a garden centre because my nan likes in there, and um, there was Christmas shit everywhere, and I was instantly like, oh, I can't fucking deal with this. Mm. Christmas makes me so miserable. Uh, I've kind of gradually learnt to be a little less miserable about it, um, but it really really gets me, and I think it gets a lot of people. Yeah, and. And I almost think I wish they wouldn't fucking hype. The thing is, by putting Christmas on, by hyping it up so early, and it's just for sales. Yeah. By getting into it so early, it really makes that period really fucking hard for yeah. a lot, a lot of people. Yeah, it does. Because um, I think what it does, Christmas really triggers memories. Um, so for a lot of people, it will trigger really lovely memories. But for some people, it will trigger their worst memories mm. because. If you're having, say, if your family's, you know, if your dad's being violent on Christmas Day, all this going for your eddies, I bet I'm the only person who's having violence on Christmas Day. Yeah, of course. You know, and it magnifies it, it makes it so much bigger and worse. And um, I almost feel like it's a bit irresponsible about the way they push yeah, Christmas so much. Yeah, uh, like, And it just doesn't need to happen because it is just purely to sell stuff to people who can't afford it most yeah. of the time. And the thing is, people can still get into it early if they want to, but like, just it it doesn't need to be sort of splashed everywhere as much as it is. Yeah, I, I, I find it a hugely painful Christmas. Mm. Uh, and it makes me feel really... Uh, I, I, then I feel like it makes me really sad. But then in the same respect, then I get full, full of guilt as well because I'm like, I should be de- like enjoying it because... My kids and that are. That's fucking awful. Yeah, there's no should though. Like you don't have no, to. I know there's no should, but it. You're almost. You're forced. Given images constantly. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Of lovely Christmases. Yeah. Um, and and then that's just extra inflated by social media. Yeah. And it's like, um, for some people that's really fucking hard. Yeah. And I'm one of them. Like, oh, Christmas. For the last couple of years, I've adopted the stance of uh, Chevy Chase from Christmas Vacation um, because, like, work stuff and uh, I've just been miserable. And Which is? It just, like, is everything, like, the whole world's on top of him and, like, he's running around doing stuff for everyone else and everything else and, like, waiting for that Christmas bonus that never comes. Yeah. And it always seems like... Um, the last day of work for maybe the last, I don't know, eight years where I've been trying to rush 
rush it and get back. And especially if it's like Christmas Eve, I'm working Christmas Eve or like the day before Christmas Eve or whatever. It's always shit. I always end up having an argument with someone and um, yeah, it's always been crap. And obviously I'm signed off now, so it'll be different this year. Um, but then also we haven't got any money, so we don't really know how it's going to be. But I'm looking forward to it purely because Olive is, well, she'll be two the day after Christmas and she's just into everything. So that yeah. excitement's going to be yeah, there with her yeah. kind of thing. And Buddy's still still excited still, even yeah, though he's already like a 45-year-old man. Um, but, yeah, I am looking forward to it. I think it's going to be one of those Christmases where it is going to be about like spending time with people and the food and everything else kind of thing, which, See, which should I be nice. It, um, well, I shouldn't say it, but I find it quite hard seeing my family even. Yeah. I find it quite hard seeing my family a lot of the time anyway. Mm. Uh, because it just evokes so many negative emotions in me. Mm. So I actually find that element of it really hard. Christmas Day nowadays... Since having kids, you tend to always have it here, so I can at least busy myself with cooking. So mm. like cooking, I kind of find quite quiet. yeah, I do yeah. So I just get into that, and then the kids open their presents and everything's cool. And actually, it's all right having Sarah's mum over, mm. but Sarah's mum and brother aren't getting on, so they're not. That's another awkwardness. Yeah. And then the, the next day, I have to go and pretend in front of all my family. I just find it such. And it's yeah. like, um, like trying to figure out when I'm going to see my dad, and does he really, you know? And I, I, I think he does care enough, but I get this thing when I'm like, he don't care anyway, and so I just pry over all this stuff in my mind. It's probably not really true, yeah. But Christmas just seems to magnify everything so much. Like I was talking about it at like a psychotherapy group the other day, just saying like. It started. It's fucking started. But I almost feel like sometimes by saying, "Oh, it started," I'm making it. I'm making those bad feelings happen. I should. Just yeah, be you've going, started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I kind of recognise that in myself, mm. and I recognise that I'm normally miserable at Christmas. That doesn't mean I have to be miserable no. at Christmas, just because I normally am. And that's the thing. I think we get into patterns. Yeah, where we assume. Well, that's what we normally do, so that's what it will be like now. The thing is, it's everything... That's not necessarily right. No, it's everything that your mum and dad have done and their mum and dad have done and their mum and dad have done. And those traditions, like, if they're making you unhappy, then change them. So this year, controversial, I know, but for Christmas dinner, we're going to have pizza. Because you can't be asked to cook? No, I love cooking, but kids love pizza, we love pizza, and we don't want to be stuck in the kitchen all, all day. We'd rather just spend time with them playing with their toys and stuff like that. Um, and we're going to do that. I might put some Brussels sprouts on it. See, I but... don't eat... I don't... I, I just make a pretty standard roast dinner anyway. I don't eat veg. That's the thing. It is just a roast dinner and, like, the pressure that's put on it. And, like, there's been times when... I don't we've... feel the pressure on cook, cooking, I find, like, really easy. I don't feel pressure. There's but been I times... I was a when chef for six years. So oh, yeah, that's I true, yeah. Nah, I, it doesn't bother me, but it's when, like... It, not so much now, but when me and Kate were first together and some of the relatives would come over and it would be like, oh, you have to have this with it and you have to have yeah, that with yeah. it and these have to be cooked in a certain way and if it hasn't got this, then that's not right sort of oh, thing. Yeah. There's been a few tears shed over like the food oh, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But it's more like that's the worry of wanting to get it right and that worry is the worry of wanting to impress your mum and dad or impress yeah. your nan and stuff like that. And it's that's the foundation and, and the basis for all of our behaviour, I think, is that kind of it's funny wanting to get it right. Yeah, and that, that kind of those politics all kind of come together at Christmas. Yeah. Whereas the rest of the year, like there's there's not really any ex- expectation particularly no. or or not in that same way. Yeah. That's very true. Like I kind of um like I try I think when my parents split up, Christmas was fucked. Mm. And basically, like, what I was like, 21. No, I was 20. And um, and that was it then. And then ever since then, my family's fractured out so much that almost when I we do see each other, everyone's got a little resentments going on. Mm. I felt a little bit resentful to some of my family because... Um, They've not necessarily been that supportive of this, mm-hmm. and like, and you know, you'd think, and I'm like, 
come on, I've just been on fucking on the news. Yeah. Like, it'd be nice to get a message to say, wow, well yeah. done. Yeah. You know, but so now I feel that at the moment, that's, that, those things are going from my head. So yeah. I'm, I'm seeing my family, but actually I'm fucking angry with them. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to say anything. No. So what's the point in getting The thing angry? is, that won't be in the forefront of their minds. They'll be no, thinking about no, fucking be, no, Brussels sprouts and presents and stuff like that yeah. and, and everything else. And not yeah. that your feelings aren't valid, I'm just saying. No, like, no, no. I do yeah, exactly right. the same. I walk around with all this stuff and then it's only when you, like normally once the day's over and you think, oh, actually that weren't too bad. You know what I mean? I've had a few drinks and had a couple of laughs or whatever and it's all been kind of okay. Oh, but right. I still think you're a cunt. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm itching for everyone to go. So yeah. And I can like... Uh, Drink wine and watch a film. Yeah, that's kind of like that's what I like. That's what I, I love. Like, I love sitting in front of the telly at Christmas. And I normally uh, say so like Sarah doesn't really want to put the telly on, mm. and um, so it's always a bit like, oh, fucking, can't just put the telly on so I can just kind of zone out. Mm. I need to zone out because um, I I just need to do it because I actually find it all quite upsetting. Do you play games at Christmas? Um, we haven't as a like they do. Sarah's brother's really competitive, um, so like if someone's really competitive, I, I generally won't even bother to compete. No, nah. I'll go. I'm not fucking interested. That makes me want to fuck it up. And I'll rise like above that. it so far that I'm like I'm just sitting there with disdain on my face, which is just stupid. But it's funny what you say. What you say is so completely right. Is that everything that uh, it's like I'm putting I'm putting it all onto it all. Yeah. Most of it's not not true. It's like no. I've decided that Christmas is really hard. Yeah. Um, and I've got reasons to say it is, but I I can't choose whether I whether I engage with it. Or the not. thing is, it's upholded because people are coming into your realm, you're going into other people's realms where their traditions from their mum and dad and their mum and dad and their mum and dad and their mum and dad are upheld. So it's always going to be fucked. Yeah. The thing is, though, it's your day. It's your Christmas. That's why I don't mind Christmas Day so much. Because Christmas Day, because it's here, and Sarah's mum comes around and Sarah's over the road. I'm really like, Sarah, don't, don't bother me in the least. Yeah. Um, it's always really, really complimentary that I've put effort in and that. Oh, cool. Uh, but you, you're totally right. It's just me putting my own shit onto it. Um, but I think what it is, most of all, is that I think most people have have, a, have some nice memories around Christmas. Mm -hmm. Some of your best memories. Mm. Because it's Christmas and like, you can link everything to that yeah. date. So even though some of it's not probably not even true, but you still somehow have good memories of those days. Are you saying because collectively everyone on the planet, it feels like it's doing yeah. the same thing, same day, and has done for the whole of their lives for all, all of eternity and or the last however many years. Everyone collectively like free and remember their first Christmas when yeah. there was a massive pile of toys and, you know, you get all your Star Wars and shit. Like most people can have, have got that. Mm. So when life moves on and you don't have that because life does move on and you don't have that anyway yeah, even yeah. if your parents don't split up yeah like i remember like getting into my teens and being a bit like oh it's christmas down but i'm fucking bored now yeah and like, i never used to remember being bored no and it's like oh, i'm bored and i'm like, feeling a bit flat about that mm. but you know that all plays into my fucking ridiculous mind um but Oh, you hit on something there. I don't know what it was, but you did hit on it. Just basically saying that you don't like you, you like you kind of you give it that way, which I say all the time. Yeah, but like every, everyone does to a degree. Not to belittle what you're saying, but like I think it's important to remember that it is your day, and like obviously respect everyone else and say oh yeah like you know we'll do this and we'll do that kind of thing but i also want to do what i'm doing like like you don't have to have all the christmas dinner you don't have to have any christmas whatsoever you could have like star wars day yeah i always kind of uh you know what but the thing is what this is i do this i do this and it's one of the things about myself that i dislike the most is that i almost um like i think yeah it's my day why am i spending the whole day running around and making my kids happy mm. when I'm like, it's my day as well. And uh, 
and that's why I like it when it gets later and they go upstairs. Yeah. Um, which is really shit. Which like I think most people wouldn't admit to that. Yeah, I wouldn't say just kids, but it's well. like I'm the like, whole like, thing. I'm isn't just it? running around after my kids. I yeah. could be doing this anywhere. Mm. Like I'm not really getting anything out of this. Yeah. But uh, I but, think as they get older, that obviously becomes easier. I guess. Oh, it is easier because already. I feel like that constantly. Like yeah. this, even though I've had a really busy week, I've also been busy having their weeks as well yeah. so everything i do has got like 11 other things attached to it so i can't just like be indoors i've got to do this do that and everything which i don't mind but a lot of my stuff kind of gets parked towards the back and i'm, I'm finding i have to like do it late at night early in the morning or i'm leaving a lot of stuff i'm forgetting a lot of things and stuff yeah. like that but to be fair it's only now that i'm talking a lot more about it at home that they're like, oh, actually, no, I didn't realise that. Right, okay, what we can do, change that, change that around. You have this couple of hours, yeah. you do that, and then I'm doing the same, and it's just talking about it, and yeah, don't be yeah, so no, resentful really about true. it. I mean, me and, It's not easy. Me and my wife do that quite a big extent, really. Like, I don't know, I think you're having a hard time. Mm. Right, well, then you go and have some space while I do, I, I'll take over for a bit and mm. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I've got to get past the Christmas thing, though. Because I just kind of, it, like, I think all oh, any resentment I've got for my dad seems to really flare up at Christmas. Mm. Uh, and I just think, why? I've kind of been able to push all that away in many ways. But then it's like, oh, no, but it's Christmas. And then everything starts coming back at me, like, double, you know, twice as hard. Because it's feelings. Mm. And it's, like, not necessarily, like, a practical thing, but, like, it's felt... Yeah. And it's like a nat- natural force that sometimes I just it takes you unaware, doesn't it? And it's like, oh, why am I feeling like that? And it's like, oh, yeah, it's because of this or because of that or whatever. Or not, you know what I mean? It's... Yeah, and I can normally kind of work things out. But I'm almost like, thinking, oh, fucking hell. I'm like, I could go into the street next week. I'm like, do I need to wipe my meds? And I think in, in reality, I probably don't. Mm. In reality, like, I'm doing surprisingly well. Um but then I do, I don't know, I have these damn days. I'm not very, I think I'm not very happy at, at work at the moment and that makes me feel generally miserable. Mm. But uh, but the thing is, if you're not happy at work and this is a bit of a shit time of year for you anyway, then it's just a bit of a, it's just a, it's just shit. Yeah, I suppose just accepting it's a bit of shit sometimes. Mm. Yeah, that's just what it is and Christmas is a bit like that. But I'd like to be able to move past it. I went out for uh, a drink with Peter, uh, the psychotherapist. Oh, yeah, how'd you get on with that? He went out for coming on again. Brilliant. He'd like to do questions. Somehow do like questions and answers. We could do a live um, Facebook live thing. Could we do that and still do the podcast at the same time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'd really like to do that. Yeah. Uh, I'd do it on your phone, like Facebook Live on your phone and the mouth of man in this group. People can come on there and ask questions. We'd have to really shout about it because I don't want to do it and then no one ask any questions. Yeah, because technically it'd be a random Thursday night. But yeah, we'll build up to it and yeah. hype yeah, I'd it. I'd like to do that. That's a great idea. But it was really interesting because like, we chatted loads and loads and loads and loads. So I got to know a lot more about him. I'm not going to talk about it on here because he's still got a job. Um, but you know, like you think it was funny because he was going, Oh, yeah, well, you know, I've had some difficult times, and uh, I was like, Yeah, of course you have. Mm. You don't do jobs like this, no, if you don't have a difficult time and see a need to do it. Yeah, you don't have a great life, then all of a sudden turn around and go, Right, I'm just gonna start. That's why a day for months is yeah. surprising, but then he has had a basically a traumatic experience yeah he's still out yeah that is exactly it so so that kind of led him to doing what he was doing he was quite sort of separate about it i thought hope he doesn't mind me saying this but no, it's quite sort of like um i don't consider myself to have mental health problems but this has happened to me that's happened to me and that's happened to me but maybe he's saying that because he's heard so many stories from so many others and he's kind of put everything into perspective kind of thing yeah but you do that to some extent. i do i normalize like, stuff yeah like, uh Oh, yeah, I'm, oh, no, I'm all right, because basically I'm not as bad as the man in the Yeah, yeah that's true. And I think, like, a lot of other people's dads die and kids die and stuff like that. So what was Christmas like for you, then? Because you must have had some fucking awful Christmases. I don't know. I've always been lucky with Christmas. So my 
granddad on my mum's side always spoilt us. And basically his whole life was devoted to spoiling us. So we'd have Christmas at home and then we'd go around there and it would just be stacked full of presents. And like my granddad was just a... So they almost rescued Christmas. Yeah. And it was like they were always there at that house. It's been quite upsetting because my nan's just moved moved out of that house. But that Christmas was always there. And my memory of Christmas was it was two weeks long. I never saw anyone else, like another yeah, human no, being. I had memories of Christmas like that. And it would weird me out that other people were outside their houses to the point that I must have been about um, maybe... I don't know, 15, 16, something like that. And we all went out for Christmas dinner down and down the Mums in Whitford. And I thought, oh, this would be empty. Like, it should be us there. It might be quite nice, something different. <laughs> yeah. And it was fucking packed yeah. with everyone from school. And I was like, what? what? Why are you all here? And they're like, oh, well, we do this every year. And I was like, what? Like, really, it freaked God, me out. Yeah, really, it freaked me the hell out. I couldn't get my head around it. I was like, what? People go out at Christmas. And that was like part of my kind of awakening with it all, really. And like, realizing that people do they make it it doesn't have to be the traditions and everything else they make it their own kind of thing but i got nice memories and like nice photos of like obviously my dad and that around there he used to like one of the christmases they, they had like a hanky in the um crackers and he wore it on his head like for the whole week or two weeks or whatever and all the joking and mucking around and stuff like that it was nice and then once they split up it was kind of okay because we then had three christmases so it was good for a kid if you wanted toys and stuff like that. But then it kind of, I think, like you say, because around like the teen years, it kind of, it, it's all different and weird and shit anyway. So mm. it's kind of like hard to sort of pinpoint anything in particular. But yeah, there was like times, probably like a few years in a row that I knew my dad was on his own, which was quite odd, like later in life. But he had sort of friends around him. But I always remember kind of having that guilt of like, if I was at my dad's, I weren't with my mum. If I was at my mum's, I wasn't with my dad. Yeah. If I didn't see my granddad and my nan. And it's that kind of guilt thing with it. Um, he's dead now, so I haven't got that. And so is my granddad. So it makes it a lot easier because I just go and see my mum. But it's kind of like, again, it ties into that tradition thing. And it's almost like attachment to traditions can cause the upset. And I kind of quite, I kind of consider myself quite lucky that I'm kind of free of that. Yeah. And now we're at the stage where we can design our own Christmas. We can have it how we want. And like last couple of Christmases, like I remember when I was a kid, and like we had like plastic trees and stuff like that. And when we moved into where we were, like where we are now, sorry, I was just like, I want a real tree. I want the biggest real tree I can get. Like proper ego, obnoxious, like I just want the biggest tree. I've never been able to do it this year. We're going to do it. And it's only obviously thanks to credit card. And that's why I'm 60 grand worth in debt. But um, so, yeah, last two years, there's a guy basically at the end of our road that sells them. And our ceilings are quite high. And it's literally floor to ceiling, all tree. Like I had to cut a bit off the top of it. I expected a squirrel to jump out of here. I was really lucky. What's nice is we've done all of that and like we've spoilt buddy like the last couple of years and i think because we can't this year and um, we've been sort of humbled with everything like the last few weeks i'm looking forward to it being like it almost feels like it's gonna be more authentic this time around because it's a bit more of a humble christmas it's also kind of thing quite nice that you're not to work in that as well. oh yeah yeah it's amazing well, that makes a difference last year last christmas i was uh i was doing like Half hours. I'm trying I was to think, was we? We weren't doing this. Last no, we started stuff around my birthday. I feel like we were talking around Christmas though. Yeah, yeah. Did I have my tattoos were. around Christmas? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Over Christmas, I think. I like the fact that uh, almost like letting go of the traditions. Uh, there's a really good bit of advice in there. Mm. Like almost letting go of the traditions and not forming your own. Quite often, I think when you get your own family, you kind of end up establishing your own traditions anyway. Yeah, and obviously you don't want to hurt them in any way, so you want to kind of adhere to them. Mm. Like it might even be weird that you've got like a Kurt Cobain fairy on your tree rather than a normal fairy, but like fuck it, like what's the fairy mean anyway? Just have what you want on your tree. You don't don't have a tree. Oh, it's made. I made one, uh, and then uh, the kids take it in turns to put it on the top. 
and then we all sing our Christmas tree. Oh, I love that. That's uh, cool. Which is really stupid, but yeah, you do get your own traditions. No, but I like that, though. That's nice. And I like when little moments like that happen, because I, I cry a lot around Christmas time, and it, I like that. Like, I like that nice feeling part. of like... I think a lot of the times that I've been angry on the last day of Christmas is because it hasn't been snowing and the Pogues hasn't been playing and I'm I'm not doing that walk back kind of thing. But I remember once I was working, I was a supervisor in um, sure. Sloan. <laughs> yeah. How much is this, mate? 99p. Um, <laughs> the, uh, in Sloan Square and I got laid off that day. I got fired and... I didn't like the job anyway. What day? Uh, Christmas Eve. And um, I walked outside and it was snowing. And as I walked down towards the tube station, there was a brass band playing and I just burst into tears. I was like, this oh, is the God, loveliest yeah. thing ever. This is, like, I was so nice, like, welled up. It was like a proper, it was like a film. Oh, I'll tell you what, I remember, uh, I always say it's the worst year of my life when I was working at Costco. And, um, I had no fucking money. Like, basically, I did have money, but any money I had, I was spending on alcohol because I was uh, I was trying to hide my my pain. And um, but I had no other money, and uh, uh, I was working all over Christmas because they suddenly get, gave me hours, and um, uh, they'd have all the Christmas songs on, and I'd be working on the till, and all these families would be coming through buying loads and loads of presents, like as booze and lovely stuff, you know, all the nice things for Christmas. Mm. Uh, and I I was basically probably going to my mum's on Christmas Day, and that was always really awkward. Uh, and my nan was there, and she was always really horrible to me. Um, but all these people were really, really happy. And I was always, like, steaming hungover, never really slept. And I was constantly just standing on the chill for eight hours a day fighting back tears. I'll never forget that. And then they gave us as a, our Christmas present was like, uh, like a £20 voucher that you could spend in the store. Wow. And um, I, I mean, that year I had to go to my mum and say, I've got no money. I can't buy anyone any presents. I've got nothing. And then basically she cobbled together presents for me to give to my Oh, that's nice. Like my mum has ever... You know, he's my saviour. And um, and they gave me this voucher, and my nephews were really, really young at the time. Like, uh, my sister's got twins. They're not twins. They don't look like twins, but they're twins. And, um, you know, obviously, like, they were... I loved them, and I still love them. And um, so I was going to spend my voucher on presents for them, and I fucking lost it. Oh, no. And I was so, so upset about it. And I was just going up there going, I've lost it. Can I can I get another one? Is there any way? And it was like, it had my name on it. So it's like no one else could use it. No. And they're like, no. What the hell? I'm like, come on. Like, I was, like I've got nothing. <laughs> I'm just going to get something for my nephews, like these two teddies. And they wouldn't let me do it. And it was so That's awful. the saddest so thing. So a couple of points. 20 quid. Yeah. That's fuck all. Mm. Like 50, 100, you know what I mean? Christmas. They're a massive fucking company. And secondly, it's just a bit of paper. They can print you off another one. Yeah, yeah. Or just they, they'll they just go, why don't they just go, why don't they just go, no, go and get the teddies and I'll sort it out for you now. What, who were you working for? Fucking Hitler. Costco. Oh, I hate working at Costco. Uh, and that, that, yeah, that was the worst Christmas in it. Like the presents were, oh, I gave were really, really shit. And I remember like, a few years prior to that, I'd become kitchen manager where I was working and I got paid a bit more money and I got a little bit of a Christmas bonus, like maybe a hundred quid. Mm. And uh, and I, I basically spent it all on presents for my family and oh. this was just such a fucking calm down. It was like, oh man, like, it's not going to get any worse than this. But in fairness, it never has got any worse than that. Yeah, it's like, good that, that year was the impetus for me uh, changing and um, and yeah, I haven't really gone back. Christmas is good for that though, like for reflection. Probably because it's mirrored in previous years, and we think, ah, oh, don't really want it to be like this or like that kind of thing. Or as long as it ain't as bad as that, with, um, like New Year as well. Yeah. So it does become a period of reflection. If you're quiet 
uh, if your reflection is quite negative and like kind of quite uh, like inward, like you're like in, inward neg- inwardly negative, mm. then that reflection, in essence, is probably the thing that makes it so hard. Yeah, that makes sense. Whereas if you, you can, you can flip it on his head, like I just did then. Mm. Like I was saying, everything shit, everything shit. That was really shit. But actually, it's never been better. No. So you can turn that round. It's just how you think about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think in essence that's what I do. Yeah. Um, but shit, I do this all the time. I talk myself round. But that's good. Yeah, it is good. It is good. That's what we're trying to encourage people yeah, to yeah. do. Do you know what I saw um, today? Is there's a pub in London. Um, that's opening its doors on Christmas Day for people who are on their own on Christmas yeah, Day. Yeah, and I thought, few. that's really, really cool. And, like, the worst it can get is obviously you'll be on your own. But if there's places like that and things like that happening, and I get the feeling that things are happening like that more and more and yeah, more. Yeah, there's quite a few clubs doing that. Like, if you can... Again, it goes back to, like, it's not easy and, like, there ain't any money around sort of thing, but, like, no one should be on their own at Christmas. And, like, go and find something like that, you know what I mean? Like, because the homeless thing really, really gets me down. I do speak to some people and they kind of quite like being on their own. Yeah. And taking the... And you almost take the fire out of it. Yeah, that makes sense. That's quite nice to have a day on my own. Mm. For many years, I just drank through Christmas. Yeah. Like, I fucking drank and drank and drank. Like, Like, I used to work... When I worked in kitchens and then... In Costco, like I pretty much have Christmas Day off, mm. probably be working Boxing Day. Um, so Christmas Eve, like when I had my flat, I used to invite people around and go, "Let's just fucking drink." Yeah. Uh, get up, still drunk, go somewhere, drink more, and drink more and more and more, and then go back to my flat and then say, "Everyone, do you want to come around mine?" Yeah. And just get really fucking bollocksed. Uh, and that's how I dealt with it probably for about six or seven years. Again, though, like the drink is like a tradition thing. I remember going shopping and thinking, right, I've got to have this, got to have Bailey's, got to have like yeah. port or whatever, got to have this and that and everything else. Whereas you ain't got to have none of that. It's bullshit. No, 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 no. But like we'd start the day with like Buck's Fizz because technically it's got orange juice in it and you can drink that at six o'clock in the morning. And then, like, Bailey's because it's sort of chocolatey and chocolate's to do with Christmas. I'll have that about 10, 11 o'clock. See, I still don't really drink until, the, until like, 8 or 9 mm. in the, once the evening comes. I won't really drink until everyone's gone, really. I don't think I will this year. I've really gone off drink, to be honest, lately. But I'm enjoying it more when I do have it, which yeah, is good because I'm not having it every day, which yeah. is nice. I'm always kind of quite uh, pleased for my years and years of properly abusing booze that... I can still drink and still really enjoy it. Mm. Um, and I don't, and I, I didn't get to the point where I cannot drink because I'm addicted. Mm. So I'm quite pleased that it, like, that it panned out that way. That's, yeah, it's a weird one. I'm starting to feel a bit better about it already just for talking about it though. That's what, el- that's what helps, mate, isn't it? Talking. Yeah, it does. I've noticed, um, like, Recently, I've, I've become a lot quieter. Uh, maybe not if I'm out, but generally, become a lot quieter. I'm not really talking that much at work, and I've just generally become quieter. And I think sometimes it's... And then that makes me dislike my situations. So it makes me dislike work. But really, if I'm just chatty, I'm happier. Um, what, do you feel like you have to be chatty to be happy then? I think I probably do. Yeah, I think I probably See, I worked don't. really hard on being as quiet as possible so I can listen more. So I feel like I can learn more. But that makes for a shit Christmas party if I'm just... Yeah, that, yeah well, there's got to be balance in there. And, like, and, and also, you shouldn't be... Um, like, I don't feel... That's, that, I suppose that's the other part of it, is that I don't any longer feel like I need to be anyone but who I am. Mm. Um, but... Uh, so if I don't feel like talking, I, I don't talk. No, it's good. But in essence, I think really I should be talking more because it actually 
pulls me out myself a little bit. Oh, talking about like how you feel and stuff yeah, like that, definitely, yeah. Yeah. I've been a bit upset about the stuff to do with like our mutual friend. Like, that's, that's put me on a bit of a downer. Yeah, that gets sorted out though. A couple of beers, that'd be fine. Yeah, no, I don't know if it will, but um, but I've got a gig coming up. I'm oh, that's gig, good. Uh, next next week. Yeah, next week. Whereabouts, mate? Uh, Traitor's Gate. Oh, it would have been and gone by the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that the one? Um, that's a charity one. Yeah. Fine. Or, um, Someone asked me to go to that. Food bank. Lee, um, Natan, I think's playing, and Paul Woolley as well. I love Paul. Um, no. Is he not? I thought he was playing. No, it's, it's my band or our band. Whenever I say my band, my wife always tells me off because she says it sounds a bit like fucking conceited, and I'm like. Well, yeah, it's not really my band. Well, it's not my band, so it can only be your band because yeah, well, yeah. it's only me and you in the room. Yeah, another band called Penansville are really good. Uh, Natan's band, Saviva. That's it, yeah. It's kind of more of a metal band called Fortify. Uh, and they're all like fucking mates in the Google guitars and shit. Quality. Make me look really shit. Penansville, like Russ, the guy I'm friends with, he's amazing on guitar. Oh, the other day, I checked in on one of our, uh, one of our listeners and old friend, Andy. Uh, and I went to see him a while ago, uh, and he'd been really struggling, and uh, kind of getting the impression that there might be like some quite a significant mental health problems going on. But he wasn't really addressing it. And I got in touch with him the other day, and he was like, "Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. I'm sorting it out. I'm on it. Oh, dealing cool. with it. That made me really happy." And my friend, another friend I had, um, who was going through a hard time. And it's really hard because I don't want to name them, really. Yeah, I've got one to talk about as well. Yeah, but I got someone else got in touch with me who was having a hard time, and uh, he, he like, I kind of try and check in on him once in a while because I think sometimes, like, unless you know, it can be a bit annoying if you keep going. Are you are right, you are right, you are mm. right. But uh, yeah, he'd got in touch with a load of other friends who like mutual friends, and he went out for a beer. And uh, they were all talking about our podcast. Amazing, that's so cool. Uh, and because the conversation came from our podcast, they then all spent a lot of the evening talking about their feelings. That's so good. And he was like, it's all thanks what to you. What a man. cool thank thing. You. That's amazing. And I'm like, no, isn't it? thank you, because you yeah. just made me really happy. Yeah. And like, the thing is, like, if that's happening to you and you're listening, like, let us know, because that gives us such a rush. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, like, there's. It's a couple of my um, Twitter friends who've like followed me out for Manless and everything else. One of them, like, I mess- they message quite a bit, and I sort of catch up with messages when I can. And he was like, "Oh, um, I'm getting divorced," and I was like, "Oh man, like, sorry to hear that." He said, "No, it's amicable, and it needed to happen. Neither of us knew it needed to happen until mm. we started talking about it. Thanks to listening to the podcast, I was oh, like, really? you can't blame me for divorce.'" And he was like, "No, no, no, like, it's like it's all amicable and stuff Frankie's like that. It's like, yeah, it's basically meant to happen. It. Yeah, and it's difficult because for me, it's such a loaded thing because I think, oh, it's the breaking up of something. It's something that I've kind of actively tried not to do. But if it's supposed to happen, then it's supposed to happen. And like a lot of great relationships come from like blended families and and stuff like that. So it's And a lot of great relationships happen on the next person you meet. Mm. You know, like it doesn't, just because you got married then, uh, it doesn't mean that... It was the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Or it was was the right thing then. No. You know, like... I just think more and more, like the world moves on, which kind of makes so many things ir- irrelevant. It does. So many things you stress about and you worry about. Yeah. Like in the next year, they didn't matter. Yeah. So it's almost like, well, there's something really freeing in that. You can there just is. Go, it just doesn't fucking no. matter. You know, almost like don't worry about it. And I think it'd be different if like we got an opportunity to go through every single person on the planet and definitively know that the, this was the definite right person for me and everything else because you never know. Like, by chance, you know, you've both got pissed at some club night and now all of a sudden you've got two kids or whatever. Yeah, yeah. doesn't mean it was the right thing to kind of do. It's crazy, I just really. Think about it. There's been a lot of people I've met over the last few years who have, um, like, they've got pissed in some club night. Uh, I hit it off. Um, they, were, they had sex irresponsibly. 
Um, went in the bum. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, if they had it in the bum, they probably wouldn't be pregnant. That's true. And then they end up with kids. Mm. And then, you know, well, we've got to do the right thing now. Mm. And then, you know, their relationships, they they were never particularly compatible. No. But even if you were compatible when you were like 30, doesn't mean you're going to be compatible when you're 40. 100%. People change every day. Yeah, exactly. And it means, and like it, along that way, you know, you've both been through quite a bit of a journey. Mm. And, and that changes you. You know, I just think about like the fucking journey me and my wife had over the last, even just 10 years. You know, like her having cancer, Jude having autism, you know, a dad dying, a mum having cancer. And like that kind of stuff. Like, I've known other people who've been through similar things and their relationships have not coped. Yeah. Because you change so much from going through so much shit like that that it just changes you as a person. Mm. You're like, well, this person doesn't meet my needs. Mm. So in many ways, like, I feel like me and my missus, we, like, we probably get on better than ever, really. Yeah, like, get still, like, stronger really through adversity. And and shit. Mm. So I feel really lucky for that. So it's nice when you said earlier about thanking your wives. Because I think, yeah, they probably put up with a lot of shit with us. Yes, they do. Yes. Yes. Yeah, my wife's got often like, I'm worried about you. You're right. And I'm like, I can only compare it to when I was fucking, <laughs> like when I was dirt. And yeah. I'm not that. So I'm doing all right. Yeah, it's difficult. But the thing is, there's no, like, context is there like it's different every day it's yeah, it is. like i've had like maybe really good four weeks but even like days within that i've been like really really down still and it's like oh, what's going on but nine times out of ten it's because i've had like 11 coffees or something like that and fucking I, I tell you like one of the big things that i've learned I've, i feel like i've learned everything over the last year but in fairness i've learned everything over the last 40 but um like a, a realization that um, you can still have shit days. You can still have days when you're low. Mm. Like I, I've, I, I very rarely now have like a week when I'm low. I might have four or five days, but I don't have a week when I used to have years when I was low. Mm. And the truth is, it's, it's okay to have a few shit days. Yeah, it's okay. You know, like, you know if mostly you're having good days, then you're kind of winning. Yeah. I know like, sometimes like that in itself can sound a bit a bit sad because it's like, um, you know, surely you should be happy all the time, but we're just not. Now that assumption is probably like as big a killer as anything else. Yeah, we're not. And really. like the assumption that people with money are okay or like famous people are okay and stuff like that. It's yeah, not was, the oh, case. It's funny, funny you say that. I was discussing this today with some younger guy uh, and my mate Mark uh, he said ah right this is something Nick told me that the Jim Carrey thing when Jim Carrey said everyone should be rich and famous uh, for like 15 days to see that it's not the answer it means shit it means fucking nothing Mm. and it's like and the kids go and going oh but but I'd love to have a Lamborghini and it's like yeah yeah yeah, you'd love to have a Lamborghini. Yeah. But you'd probably be just as happy with a nice... At the moment, you haven't got nothing. No. So anything's good. Yeah, Lamborghini's great until yeah. you get a puncher and it's yeah. like two grand per tyre. I know. And then someone in Aldi scrapes down the side of it with their shopping <laughs> trolley and you've then got to pay 50 grand to get it re-sprayed away. But he was saying he like really wanted to be like a rapper and I was saying, then you fucking be a rapper. Yeah, just go and rap. But what I was saying was, I said, you know, when I was in my 20s, I toured with a band and it was like everything I ever wanted to do. But like, that was also some of my saddest times. And I said, uh, and it, it, quite often I just wanted to go home. Mm. Just wanted my mum and shit, you mm. know, like I just wanted to go home and be in my own bed, mm. and be in my own space. Well, so you, you said a few episodes ago about Dave Grohl. Yeah. Like everyone wants to be Dave well, you know, they've got their own heroes or whatever, but he must have days where he wakes up and goes, Oh fuck. Yeah. Go and sing this song again. I just want to go home today. Yeah. And I and it's like, no, well you can't. You can't go home for at least three months because mm. touring is like normally six months cycles. Mm. It's like, no, you can't. And it's like, ah Um I was watching something 
See this. So I never really got the nineteen seventy five the band. Is that mm, right? Yeah, seventy five, right? And I didn't get it. And then obviously I've become quite good friends with Eddie Temple Morris mm-hmm. like over the last. Well, I've been here a few months, but we've become quite a good friend. He's anyway, a fan, isn't he? He was going on about um, how he didn't get it, then he listened mm-hmm. to their last album. And I watched the interview he did with uh, Matt, the singer, and um, and I was just like, ah, I still don't get it. They're really shit. Can't even hear the vocals. And I remember like the first time I heard the verdict, I couldn't hear the vocals. Mm. Now I can. Uh, and, then he, and he was going like, Eddie was just going, I, I didn't get it, but I listened to the album and I nearly cried when it ended. Amazing. Uh, and I was just thinking, if Eddie likes it, I probably will like it because mm-hmm. I think we're pretty similar. So I went and listened to it and I, I was gulping back to it. I again. think sometimes when someone gives you the gift of an album, yeah. it sounds a hundred times better. Like you gave me... Um nuclear ryan adams yeah and i'd not heard much of ryan adams before and someone i'd got around but that whole album front to back i love because i feel like it's a gift from you to me kind of thing i think like i I was gifted the smashing pumpkins and they're still one of my favorite Mm. bands but so um, the reason i said it anyway is is if you're old like me and you think fuck that band they're shit seriously that album's really amazing yeah goes into the realms of like pet sounds and um like flaming lips and things at points and like it's got all the whole kind of vocoder stuff on it but it works some of it is really quite special oh, i like the sound um, of it anyway so he the singer like became a, a heroin addict which i always think you're too young to be a heroin addict you know like, it's still me higher <laughs> um and then he went into recovery and everything but I saw a few other interviews and I loved the way he talked about it. He's just mm. brutally honest about it. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm a fucking idiot, you know. But he said, like, when the gig ends, and I totally can relate to this, is the gig ends, everyone fucking wants to know you. Um, but in your head, you're still a cunt. Mm. And then you go back to your room, but you're buzzing because you played the gig. Yeah. Uh, but in your head, you're still a cunt. And mm. you're like, I'm never going to get to sleep. I'm mm. never going to be able to do any of this shit. And then I'm going to have to get up at fucking like, five o'clock to travel to the next gig. Yeah. And you're like, I can't sleep in the van mm. because Stuart will have a go at me. <laughs> you know, like, you just couldn't do it. Yeah. And like, you could see how the allure of heroin would knock you out. Yeah, of course. And I used to do it with booze. I used to like drink really heavily post-gig. Mm. Like really fucking heavily to knock me out to go to sleep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I totally get it. I, mean, mm. I can completely understand. Yeah, it. I can sympathise with that. And it's like, why am I self-loathing? I've just had this amazing experience, but mm. I hate myself as well. Mm. But now, funnily enough, now is that I don't quite enjoy experiences. I think that's why, like a holiday, I, I struggle because it's like you're meant to have an experience every day for two weeks or 10 days. Whereas, like, stuff we've done off the back of the podcast, they've been, like, sometimes just, like, half a day, a little experience. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of think, like, that's how I enjoy experiences best. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's, like, a day out of life. Yeah. For a moment to do something that feels special. Yeah, no time... No time. <laughs> wow, no time. exactly on the bell. Yeah. But yeah, no time. No, you're not worried about the time on a date or where you're going or whatever. There's not too much thinking about it. I agree with that. Let's see what happens. Mm. I get that a little bit from Christmas sometimes, but then obviously you've got the other pressures of everything else. But yeah. I totally get it, mate. Well, that was a good chat about Christmas, wasn't it? That was lovely, and um, it's not quite Christmas yet. Um, but yeah, don't um, get yourself down. If you are getting down, give us a shout. Yeah, give us a shout. I'd really like to hear more from other people. Like, kind of get in touch with us. Tell us what you think. Uh, share your stories with us so we can kind of talk about them here. And if you're struggling for Christmas presents, www.mouthofmanliness.com <laughs> and uh, lovelist.com <laughs> and legallyassertive.com or just yeah. drop us a message and say, I'm struggling for Christmas presents. And we'll send you loads of different 
links so you can buy yeah, more yeah, yeah. t-shirts yeah. because if we had had them printed out here um we would have given to them all for free and uh, we'd be running at a loss so we've made a really sensible business move and they are print to order um yeah so buy some yeah it's sensible mm. well listen don't take it all too seriously no have a good time yeah don't overinvest in traditions just do your own thing and don't take any shit off of anyone else yeah, or just sit quietly. Yes. Because sometimes if you rupture, it's a really horrible time to cause a problem. It then, is. Then, then you've created this horrible tradition. Sit quietly. Smile and nod. Yep. It's only a day. Have a nice mince pie. Yeah. I don't like mince pie. Don't have mince pie then. We sound like a pedo fucking made couple. Right, respect everyone. Much love. Take care. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's not, we've got like three weeks yet, but yeah, okay. Happy New Year and Christmas and whatever. <laughs>